Yes. We are live on three platforms out of four. Four platforms, video platforms. Periscope, Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. Not Twitch today. We are suspended on Twitch. Jib Jab gave a super chat and said, Bonus deers, Hank. Hank, thought you should know that Twitch just suspended your channel for imaginary hate speech. I'll tell you about it a little bit more after the intro. I'm going to be talking. It is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020, 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. What's up, Tim and all you guys? Nice to see you on the other platforms, everybody. What's up? Uh, I'm also streaming live on the audio feed, which is available on thehakereport.com slash show. You can also go to jessieleepeterson.com slash show and click on listen. That's how you can listen to Jesse's show as well as mine. Nice, huh? As well as church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sundays when it's live. Cool, huh? Very cool. Uh, also on talkstreamlive.com or the TalkStream app, probably also the TalkWrite app, which has many other hosts as well as Jesse Lee Peterson and yours truly. That's me, Hake. So... You guys hear me fine? Yes? Right on. I'm going to be touching on, well, the VP de- debate is tonight. Presidential debate next week, hopefully. Assuming that Biden doesn't get cold feet. <laughs> the McCloskeys are indicted. I mean, it's not really a surprise. They have a black female prosecutor, a black radical Democrat female prosecutor. Um, and... Uh, Michelle for for Joe Biden, big wow. <laughs> By the way, I heard the New York Slimes is for them too. Lots of anti-white fear-mongering from the deep state, from the government. The FBI, I believe, or Homeland Security, whatever. It's ridiculous. And there is an attack. I can't I didn't know, but I didn't think about it, but Kyle Rittenhouse is in jail. And you have sleazy dummies. Like Tony, who didn't even, probably didn't even bother watching the video, or if he did, he's so blind with hatred towards whites that he thinks Tony is a caller of mine sometimes. Black guy. A disgrace to truck drivers, but about par for the course for blacks. Dumb blacks, that is. Maybe subpar even. But there's so many who agree with him. Just suckers. Along, along with the lying, deceptive mainstream media. But Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy... Kyle John Wick, Jack Bauer Rittenhouse took some Antifa BLM male feminist attackers down when they attacked him in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and, you know, he's under attack. There's this, the Guardian is, is indeed, I have proof straight from the horse's mouth, the Guardian is not only a far-left foreign sleazy outlet, they are openly activists, openly anti-Trump activists. And uh, I have a, t- a little story on Katie Hill, you know, the bisexual female who, from California who had to resign because she's being disgusting. Millennial. <laughs> There's an update on her. Hollywood's promoting her, but her staff are promoting the Me Too and Time's Up movement. It's disgusting. Evil fighting evil. And many other things. Many other things. Some revolver headlines for you. So, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, 
dude. So, what's up, everybody? You can call in 888-775-3773. By the way, I've heard that there's like some mod drama. I haven't really kept up with it on, over on DLive. Work it out, guys. I trust Noah's Arkansas. I, I trust his uh, take on things. If he's in there, Noah, Arkansas, if you're in there, you make the decision. No one knows best. They didn't heed his warnings, and they all died. His, uh, what do you call them? The people who lived at the same time as him. Yeah, Noah's Ark, Kansas. So, listen to Noah. Take Noah's lead on what should happen there. I'm not involved. I don't know. I don't really care, but I do like for things to be fair. But I like to trust the mods. Non Anor, Nom Amor, Nom Anor gave a diamond. Thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson for hosting on DLive. What a mess. We're not supposed to be into drama, right? <laughs> anyway, I told you guys in Hake News about the vice presidential debate tonight, 6 p.m. my time. 9 Eastern for those of you on the East Coast. Figure it out if you're Central Time, it's, what, 8? If it's Mountain Time, it's 7, unless you're Mountain Standard Time, then it's 6 for you as well. Um, if you're in Hawaii or Alaska or Sweden or wherever, you probably already know because you guys are s smart. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, hopefully Mike Pence is, is tough. I don't have high hopes, but, you know, he'll do okay. And what's-her-name will be as phony as usual. And hopefully the people's eyes, enough people's eyes are opened that we win in uh, November. But that's just worldly stuff. We gotta be perfect no matter wh who's in charge, right? <laughs> I was chuckling during Hake News of the end of hour one today, by the way, because I read news from the far-left female-run feminist outlet called The Skim, and it is pretty disgusting. They're total kiss-ups to Black Lives Matter type uh, nonsense and far-left radical anti-male feminist nonsense and anti-American nonsense. But they were promoting this sports team that you may never have heard of. I certainly hadn't. Called the Seattle Storm, which won, like, its fourth championship. It's second in three years. <laughs> it's WNBA, Women's Basketball Association. Women's Basketball. That's, tell me that's got to be affirmative action, meaning subsidized. Because I can't imagine that it's... Do you really think that the WNBA is a profitable organization? Or is it just buoyed by the actual NBA, which is losing profit, too, because they're just so supporting total degeneracy, and not everybody is on board with that. There's a whole lot of suckers in the world, 
but not everybody is on board with that. But the Seattle Storm beat the Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> Just doesn't it sound like sci-fi or a foreign, you came to a different world, an alien world, planet, and they have completely different names that sound vaguely, I've heard of Las Vegas, I've heard of Seattle, but I haven't heard of the Las Vegas Aces or the Seattle Storm. But that's women's basketball teams. I'm just chuckling about it because nobody's ever heard of them. And probably there's some decent athletes, right? Yeah. What's up, Daniel? Over there. What's up, Wayne and Rhonda? Just fake names. <laughs> yeah. But there's a whole lot of, you know, actual injustice in the world against Kyle Rittenhouse who's in jail for, for murder, for an obvious case of self-defense, a clear and plain case of self-defense. And the McCloskeys are charged, they're indicted for uh, this mess. Meanwhile, the NBA is promoting Black Lives Matter and SJW stuff, social justice warrior, which is not justice. They're enemies of America. Same thing with Black Lives Matter. Forget Black Lives Matter. They're evil. They have nothing to complain about. No valid complaints whatsoever. They should be taking a look at themselves. Don't be lesbian. Don't be fat. Don't be into this black stupid stuff. Right? And don't be hating the police. A lot of people do hate police. And a lot of police are uh, catching that hate. And there's no reason for it. There's really no reason for it. As society declines, all of the institutions decline. You have the FBI and the DHS and the, you know, all of these disgusting so-called institutions in the in the United States government which were never even constitutional I don't think right <laughs> Baba Gochi guy claims that he heard last he heard the NBA subsidizes the WNBA to about 10 million a year look it up guys if you're interested in finding out I don't know uh, but the, these people are they're endorsing hatred of whites and fear-mongering of whites. And they're, they're kind of encouraging it when they're saying, oh, this is, a, this is going to be a problem and this has been a consistent problem. And, you know, whites are, what, 60% of the population, 63% white non-Hispanics, 63% supposedly of the po U.S. population. You would think that they would be... You know, if it were proportionate, there would be 63% of the domestic terrorism. You know, I've seen numbers that say, oh, there are half of, the, half of those people killed. There's like 16 people killed, right, in the, over the course of two years in the name of terrorism, right? And eight of them were from whites. But then there were actually 48 people hurt from these terrorist incidents and 36 or something like that of them were from whites. So it's like three quarters of the people hurt by white terrorism. 
or the people hurt by terrorism were white terrorism. But half of the people that were killed were killed by white terrorism. But, you know, they, it's such a silly thing because they're kind of ignoring the elephant in the room of Black Lives Matter, of Antifa, who are mostly trying to use, like, non-lethal stuff so they can get away and pretend like they're a protest movement when in reality they are a national undermining movement, justice undermining movement. They hate justice. They hate real justice. That's why they hate that Kentucky Attorney General. The black guy who I criticize for being too soft and nice and almost crying when his mother, when he thinks about his mother, if something were to happen to him, if police were to, to break into his home and his girlfriend, or I don't know if he's married or whatever, but I don't think he lives with his girlfriend like Breonna Taylor lived with her boyfriend or slept with her boyfriend allegedly that night. And either she or her boyfriend shot at the cops in Louisville, Kentucky. And everybody, the lynch mob, is going after the cops without any evidence. This guy is saying, you know, I, I could just imagine my heart breaks for Breonna Taylor and her family. Which she doesn't really have a real family. She's not married. I don't know if she had any kid, children. I don't know if Kenneth Walker, her new boyfriend, had any children. I don't know if her ex-boyfriend, the drug dealer, had any, has any children. By the way, he survived. They did a no-knock raid the same night as then I heard as they not raided hers. They should have no-knocked hers. He survived. No shots fired with the actual crazy criminal. She didn't survive because it was knock. Knock and announce. But they banned no-knock raids. Yeah, that's going to help. It's only going to make the problem worse. Because you're hamstringing the police and letting the criminals free. Free reign. It's crazy. It's just like insa- insanity. But they do it on purpose, I think. You know, they want to set up for more crazy incidents to happen, more killings. Then they can exploit those killings and say, we need more reforms. And their reforms are part of swooping in with false solutions, right? Swooping in with just their control freaks, controlling the people with their subversion of real justice. You know, when you're mad, you don't care about real reality. Think about it. You can relate to this. I think, I think people can relate to this, that when they're mad, they, they're self-righteously angry. They think that they're righteously angry. That's what these people are. And they'll devote their whole thing to it. It's, it's, it's for money and it's for power, but it's also for their egotistical stuff that they're hung up on egotistical ideology that they're hung up on. These people who are pushing this stuff. So Homeland Security reports that white supremacy is the most consistent and lethal threat. White supremacy extremism accounted for more fatal attacks than any other domestic violent extremist group since 2018. The attack on white people has has increased like crazy since that time too. So you would expect this. And the growing um, immorality across all of the races, of course it's going to happen. And we've heard about this. It's kind of honestly old news, this 
this deep state attack on whites. They're pretending that, you know, I don't doubt that there's going to be some white terror attacks if they're not stopped because that's when the push, the attack on whites and the whites, there's a lot of whites getting angry. So, of course, there's going to, there's, it's been happening a little bit here and there. But every person who's been, practically every person who's been um, silenced in the, on the, you know, the pro-white people, the white radicals, some of them are not even radicals. Some of them are just white Christians who don't hate whites (laughs) and they recognize the attack is on whites. But some of them are into the white thing, which they have the right to be. But I've seen, I'm familiar with a lot of the names that have been silenced, and those ones are pushing for calm. They're pushing for not being violent. There's only one name that I know of who was remotely applauding the uh, violence. Remotely. And even he said, we don't aggress. This guy used to be a libertarian. And then he was radicalized by the mainstream media and the Black Lives Matter. He was radicalized not by the alt-right, but by the Black Lives Matter. (laughs) I'm referring to that guy who appeared in that Vice documentary. I interviewed him some years back. Jesse Lee Peterson warned him against the anger. Don't get into that anger. He said, yeah, okay. But he didn't listen. He stuck with the anger. And now he's getting smeared. People are calling him like a fed. Meaning one of those guys that is a snitch. He works with the federal feds. The feds being these deep state people who are really enemies of America. These people who are just a bunch of liberals who are government employees. They're not even elected. They don't represent the people. They represent the liberals, but they're not elected to represent the liberals. They're hired, and then it's hard for Trump to go through and fire all these people. 96%, 98%, 99%, 80% even with the most pro-America institutions, supposedly. Of these people supported Hillary in 2016. I've told you about that. But supposedly this guy, this radical guy, pro-white guy, was working with them, and, you know, he's trying to stay out of jail, and he's getting into all this trouble, getting, like, DUIs or whatever. And he was at that Charlottesville thing. He appeared on that Vice documentary, The Far Left, another enemy of America, (laughs) the mainstream media. I'm talking about that Christopher Cantwell guy, who seemed like he kind of applauded that um, guy who shot up the church, Dylan Roof. Nobody else that I've heard has promoted this stuff. But they're all being suppressed. As though they're the ones who are causing this, this, what, uh, what they call the white lash. A white backlash against the mainstream culture, obviously, and apparently coming down against white people. And the, uh, children... Ages 15 and under or something like that, it's probably 16 or 17 or maybe even 18 and under. Now, as far as that demographic, that age group, whites are already a minority. 
Did you know that? <laughs> and we were, whites were once 80, 90% of the country. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. I laugh, but it's, it's, um, it's an evil subversion of the country. And then, you know, the, the young POCs and the young whites like us, we grew up amongst everybody. And we didn't know anything. We grew up this way. It's normal to us. <laughs> Majority, ma- minor- minority. <laughs> A majority, minority. That means the POCs are outnumbering the whites. The combined numbers of, of the Hispanics and the blacks and the Asians and whoever else are outnumbering the whites. And even the whites are being brainwashed to, to believe that the whites are the problem. So, acting DHS secretary said, Chad Wolf, and he's in the Trump administration. What can you do? Said, the American people should have faith knowing these threats were identified using the best intelligence. No. Uh, Operational information and employee knowledge available to the department. And it's kind of, ah, whatever. They, They have this thing called hate crimes, which is another thing that's, Manipulated to make whites look bad when in reality it's like all races do these so-called crimes of bias and it shouldn't even be a crime of bias. They should just treat it as you do evil. You get punished for your actions, not your alleged thoughts, not your Facebook posts, not the slurs that you said while committing the crime, right? Uh, But he said, um, the first of its kind, Homeland Threat Assessment. This is as close as you'll get to seeing and understanding the information that I see as acting secretary and that our employees see as national security missions. The, the DHS supported Hillary at 96% of their donations went to Hillary Clinton. You really think that they're about what's right? Hillary Clinton fear-mongered about the alt-right and Pepe the Frog and Alex Jones. Meanwhile, Black Lives Matter is tearing apart the country, and she's supporting them. And she's just an all-around evil, disgusting, crooked person. Uh, And it's none of this is really news because they've been saying it since April and probably well before that. They used to cite, you know, the FBI used to cite the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center which lists Christians as anti-homosexual radicals. It's probably why Twitch suspended my channel. Did you hear about that? Twitch did. Twitch, uh, yesterday, you know, I was talking about the same-sex marriage thing. I, that's my only guess as to, what I was talk- as to what I was talking about that they claimed was hateful. Twitch.tv, it's, it's a wannabe YouTube, right? It's a gaming platform. And they say, hell, they sent me an email yesterday saying, hello, the Hake Report. Based on a review of your, ac- your activity or content, we have issued a community guideline strike on your account. As a result, your access to Twitch services is restricted. So when you go to twitch.tv slash the Hake Report, not found. Reason, engaging in hateful conduct against a person or group of people. Read Twitch's community guidelines to learn more. It's unenlightening. Don't bother. Where the violation occurred in your channel profile. 
content related to this violation may be removed. Suspension length, length 14 days. Trying to get around this can result in a longer suspension. I'm not interested, Twitch. But thank you to JibJab and all you guys who went over there on Twitch to support me. That's I appreciate it. It's fun. There are some, you know, David Pakman fans and, you know, radical homosexuals on Twitch. Twitch really promotes that LGBTQIA stuff like they think it's love or something. No hate. Hashtag no hate. They, it is hate <laughs> that they support. They hate the homosexuals, so they pretend to go along with it as though it's right when it's not. I also talked about blacks yesterday, but I, I don't know. I just have a feeling it was the gay thing. That's when um, YouTube removed something when I talked about the Supreme Court making some decision banning uh, gay discrimination. I made some comments and YouTube took down my sh- video. They don't tell you what it is, you know. You just have to try to remember back and guess or watch through your, th- your show again. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and they're smearing Kyle Rittenhouse. There's this column by the Chicago Tribune. Big man Kyle Rittenhouse now wants to be treated by, like a boy. A 17-year-old young man. And there's this disgraceful Antifa supporters, apparently, or Black Lives Matter supporters, degenerates. If you zoom in on that picture in there, Chris, that... the. There are signs outside this courthouse or whatever this thing is over in Wisconsin somewhere, I'm assuming. Held by these males, I think, supporting the so-called victims who were would-be perpetrators who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse. Joseph Anthony and Anthony Huber. Oh, Joseph Rosenbaum, I mean. Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber. Justice, remember, remember. These dumb guys standing outside with their masks on. And these guys, some of them look like they're too old to be this this blind. But, you know, there was an Antifa guy who uh, got himself killed, a Black Lives Matter supporter, who got himself killed bombing some, some immigration place. But they have these pic- the pictures of these people that, and they pretending that these people are victims. Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber, criminals who criminally attacked the city of Kenosha, not just the city of Kenosha, but also Kyle Rittenhouse himself. And it's plainly seen on the video. It's like plain as day. That's why I reacted to that, this guy Tony from uh, California. The disgrace to all truck drivers who tried to accuse Kyle Rittenhouse of murder. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old, lawfully carrying a, a firearm in the city of Kenosha. Thank God he was able to, to, defend, to defend himself. These guys got themselves killed by going after him. And it's so obvious. But he's accused of murder. What a disgrace. And this guy, Eric Zorn, who's another guy who looks like he should have, be old enough to have some sense. I don't know if he's 
white or what? But this man, male, I should say, is an op-ed columnist for the Chicago Tribune with a liberal-slash-progressive bent. And uh, he has three adult children. He's married and an evil person. Podcast host. But, But pushing lies. Pushing nonsense. Smearing this guy Kyle Rittenhouse who was trying to do the right thing. Upstanding young man. And... They try to accuse him of murder. Well, the media guy isn't the one who tried to accuse him of murder. It's the authorities. Corrupt authorities. Very typical. But that's the anti-white fear-mongering. Unimaginative, unimaginative Groiper gave a diamond said, Thanks for the show, Hake. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Noah's Art Kansas of Jenny Crosby 2020 with a diamond says, Kamala Harris is going to have... <laughs> I don't know what this means, and I hate, I hate to read it, F. Jenny Crosby, but it's an interesting comment. <laughs> Check it out on dlive.tv slash The Hake Report. They say colorful things over there. But thank you, F. Jenny Crosby, for the... She's going to have something tonight, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't see Mike Pence's... As, as disgusting and cringeworthy of a, of a kiss-up as other politicians. But I just don't know, because, you know, I can... Every time I see him, he doesn't talk, which I, makes me kind of like him. <laughs> when he talks, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. We'll see. We'll see. I'll be watching, I think. <laughs> Next week, President Trump's supposed to have a debate. I'm going to talk about Katie Hill, the crazy... Uh, female, and there are some crazy females, I assume that they're females, who worked for her. She's a former representative elected in California, resigned, married to a male, but they, it's it's kind of crazy. But first, let me get to some calls. Daniel from Orlando, Florida, a first-time caller, wants to talk about the lies regarding Daniel Cameron and Black Lives Matter, Daniel Cameron being the Kentucky Attorney General, I believe. The uh, black dude, Republican, Trump supporter. Right on. Daniel, how are you doing? Pretty good. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing fine. What's up? Good. Good, man. Well, yeah, man, I just wanted to call. I see you on Facebook. Uh, uh, you guys, you and Jesse, you guys are doing a lot of good work down there, man. So I greatly appreciate all the information and the real news getting nice. across the country. So... Yeah, regarding Daniel uh, Cameron, man, he's been getting a lot of backlash, dude, just because he's they made the right decisions and logical decisions. Yeah, you and, know what? I have seen that. There is a there's a former guest on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson, who oh. I had him on the <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson show. I was way back in like 2014 because he, you know, didn't have homosexuals. Like, he was speaking against homosexuality and, like, right. a, a local school that was going to have him speak there uh, canceled on him. But he was, like, a black uh, pan-Africanist. And right. so he, he's, he wants to build a school for coons. No, a <laughs> hospital for coons. So, and by coons, he means blacks who are for actual justice, I think. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like that, um, I almost said Fatty Wat, but that's a D Live supporter. Uh, that WAP singer, Megan the, the Stallion. Oh, oh. Megan oh the God. Stallion, which is a male horse, but Bub, uh, Big Bump told me that black males call voluptuous black females stallions, which is weird, he says. <laughs> you, you know, it's so weird. It's true, and it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they, yeah, I can't. she smeared Daniel Cameron, too. Disgusting. I on can't SNL. believe the video she made on CNN, uh, not CNN, but uh, SNL. Yeah, was, Saturday Night Live, man. supposed to be a funny show, fun show, but Yeah, no. man, it, it did it, they did it for me once, you know, they did the, their little party uh, debate, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, yeah. that was it for me, and I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> done, and that that's, this just tops the cake, this puts cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you guys woke me up. This year, so um, nice man. I'm 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 a recovering beta, so <laughs> right on. <laughs> so you know, it's funny because I live in Pine Hills, Orlando, and it's it's predominantly black and liberal. Yeah, and you, you could just feel the hate once you run down, you know, roll down the windows. So <laughs> what do you know, mean by that? You can feel the hate. The hate towards who? The hate towards America, man. Really? Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad, man. Um, what little uh, hope we have here is just the little ones, you know, waking up, you know, here and there. Um, oh, like, how do you, how can you tell? Are there like anti Trump signs or you just see the angry faces? Oh, uh, man, this? you can see it in their face. Um, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I went to uh, this dollar store over here. Yeah. And there's a BLM mural. mural oh, yeah. Uh, and this guy selling pro black flags and. I'm like, oh man, it, it was disgusting. Right, and it was on an Asian store. They painted it on an Asian store. So oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do love murals. That is true. You know, there's a guy um, who shot somebody, and I think it was in Omaha, Nebraska, if I remember right. I told you guys this story. Somebody in Omaha shot a black dude, and. This black dude was a criminal. I think he brought it on himself, as I recall. But, like, a group of a hundred artists painted this mural, and then there was another mural that went up somewhere else in Omaha, Nebraska. And then, so this guy, oh, yeah, that was the store, the bar owner. Um, during that Black Lives Matter riot, they rioted right. in his bar. His, you know, bar, and it's a concert venue, was... And this guy lost his whole livelihood. The owners who own the the two side by side next door businesses that he well buildings where he runs his ran his businesses. Right. I think he allegedly committed suicide. Some of you guys don't believe he committed suicide, right in front of a medical center way over in like Oregon somewhere, Hillsboro, oh. Oregon or something. But uh, yeah, this guy he. It was basically a lynch mob. This guy had jumped on the dude. This uh, 22-year-old black male, James Skurlock or something like that, jumped on, and he had been rioting. He'd been seen destroying private property, just being a disgusting individual. And he attacked this guy. He might have been on drugs. And this guy, everybody knew he had a gun, shot and hit the guy in the clavicle. The guy died. 
James Scurlock, and then the whole lynch mob was going after him, and this guy got indicted for what was a clear case of self-defense. I think he got indicted, right? And right. he was supposed to turn himself in, and uh, he killed, he ended up either, well, he ended up dying. Maybe he offed himself because he was going yeah. through it. But yeah, he it's crazy. had a lot of pressure. Murals, man. So the hate is around. The, hatred is around the country, and it's not just blacks. It's everybody who supports the degenerate blacks, too. But right. Yeah, man. Murals, Mural. huh? In a, on an Asian <laughs> store in uh, in the Orlando area, huh? Yeah, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. You live yeah, there? I, it, yeah, I live in this area, man. And it's funny because every time I I, <laughs> I have my Trump hat. Uh-huh. And I'm riding around my oh, windows wow. down. And yeah. my wife is terrified. You know, I only do it <laughs> with being in the car. So <laughs> Right. So you can drive off and keep the doors locked and <laughs> <laughs> So uh you can you can see it in their face and every time they see me uh with my Trump hat, it's a uh, uh, face you, of confusion. Are you black or Hispanic or white or what? No, I'm black. Okay. I'm black. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> But wow. yeah, yo, I appreciate all everything, Hank. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, it's funny. I was on the phone with Nick uh, before he put me on hold. I thought I was actually talking to you. You oh. and Nick, yeah, your voices are very similar. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But yeah, I we sound... appreciate everything you guys are doing, man. Well, right on, man. Appreciate you for standing up. Be careful down there. Don't be foolhardy. Uh, Don't be foolhardy, and uh, <laughs> make sure you protect your family if you have children or. At least your wife. Oh yeah. But anyway, oh, man, no, that's no, cool. No yeah, they're they're being outright evil towards this Daniel Cameron guy. I and I, you know, I criticize him very harshly for not being strong enough against Black Lives Matter. But yeah. he's but he's basically on a on honestly like he's standing for real justice. It's so ridiculous. Really and uh, all people have to do is just wait and see. And you know, yeah, and let let the professionals do what they well, let law enforcement handle what they need to handle and that's know, a, clear things up. That's a great point. You never hear the media say, "What are all these people doing out protesting?" When there's, they haven't, they don't even know the facts. Like, shouldn't they wait and see? But no, they're rioting. They rioted the week after that guy got himself killed way back in two thousand nine. And it's it's ridiculous. There's this guy who got killed in um, over the weekend, I guess, in uh, North Texas, Wolf right. City, Wolf City, um, Jonathan Price. And I don't know anything really about the case except that he resisted arrest in a non-threatening manner and walked away. And uh, I guess a taser didn't work on him, and somehow he got shot. Well, the officer did shoot him, right? But I don't know, like. I didn't see the video. I don't really, even if I saw the video, I wouldn't make a decision, you know, but these people are, they, they, they got, this guy got charged and arrested on a million dollar bond right away. And I read it as cowardice. And so do the blacks. The blacks say, see this as they don't want a riot. Right. It's crazy. That's just, that's not a way to run the justice system. Not at all, man. Yeah. I appreciate a lot, you know, every, what happened to comply? Nobody complied. Right. It's <laughs> very simple. That's another, know? that's another great point. Like, there's nobody, there's no huge campaign of comply with the police. Don't resist arrest. Don't run. Don't, uh, don't be, 
In fact, yeah. there's the opposite. I've told you guys, um, it was played on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Angela Rye, who is propped up on, I guess, CNN or MSNBC or something, and she has, maybe has her own show. She said, I heard it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. They have to run or they have to resist arrest. Otherwise, they'll get killed. No, they get killed because they're <laughs> running. I mean, they don't always get killed resisting arrest, contrary right. to what Earl pretends. You know, my older caller. But it's so <laughs> insane. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's such a disservice to the blacks that they're pretending to advocate for. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. It, it, all, starts, it, start, it all starts in home, man. And, you right. Know, I, it's it's crazy because I'm I'm raising six children. Wow, nice. Have you called Jesse's show before? I I tried to get through, but um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get through on his uh okay uh, calls. Yeah. Well, call but, early and often. By early, I mean right at six. <laughs> Some people were calling. Well, six my time. It would be nine your time. Some people were calling at at five twenty two in the morning today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we don't answer the phones until 6. <laughs> you know what? Anyway. That's funny. I, I probably did that. I'm, I'm sure I did that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, just so you know. And you can call okay. church, too. Church at 11 my time, which is, I guess, 2 or so your time. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. So, six well, children, all yours? Well, mm, four of mine. <laughs> okay. And then two are uh, uh, married in. Okay, you you'll have to talk yeah, with man. Jesse about that one, man. Oh man, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, if you want, if you ever want private one-on-one -on -one counseling with Jesse Lee Peterson, you can just call the office. the um, The office lines are open. Before I come on the show, the office line. Well, after I come on the show, the office lines turn on. So you can even even right after you hang out with me, you can call the eight hundred four one one bond number eight hundred four one one. 2663 is B O N D. Um, and get schedule uh, private counseling by phone or Skype or with your wife or not with her, or whatever. It's cool. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to do that. Yeah, I, I, it's recommended. It's nice. Do you do Jesse's silent prayer? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Nice, I man. Do. That's cool. Yeah. How did you first come across Jesse and me? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Last year, um, I, I was questioning my because I was a Democrat last year, and I, I uh, had to do some soul searching after all the uh, stuff that's happening with the nation and stuff. And you know, in the media, I'm like, oh, well, this media's uh, going after Donald Trump so bad. I'm like, well, you know, right? Can't be that bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did my my done my own research, and I came across uh, Savage. Uh, Moments uh, on YouTube, Jesse, yeah. and oh man, I, I died. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so funny because Jesse is such a logical man. He, he sticks to logic and wisdom. he has so much wisdom. And I just started watching from there, and I I seen your show. Um, uh, Jesse uh, mentioned your show on one of his uh, segments, so I started listening to you as well. Nice. So, yeah, you, man. Do you catch church with Jesse Lee Peterson? I catch it here and there, yeah. Okay. I catch it here and there. It's on podcast, so you can podcast it after. You can watch it later or listen to it later too. Oh, okay. I have yeah. no idea with the podcast. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely do that then. Yeah. 
Nice, Daniel. We'll hear from you again. Oh, definitely, man. Good luck over there. Be safe. Be smart. Be careful. And be a man. <laughs> as President <laughs> Trump, you know, as President Trump modeled, you know. That's... Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah. I appreciate it, Hey. All right, Daniel. Take care, man. Hey, you too. All right. appreciate you. So, uh... Before I get back to calls, I want to point out that President Trump, you know, back in 2016, I was like, this is a case of, you know, it's never been more obvious that the nation is basically men who are standing up for what's decent and females, you know, misguided females and female-minded liberals standing up for what's, what's evil. And Joe Biden is just a continuation of that. He's such a... You know, he, he acts like a cheap imitation of a man. You know, he sometimes speaks his mind like he's like a cheap imitation of Trump in that sense. Because sometimes he'll be like, oh, blacks are not as, um, <laughs> what did he say about blacks compared to Hispanics? They're not as diverse or something like that in their minds. Well, I mean, it's even it's even worse today than it was, I think, during Hillary's time when they were promoting Hillary. Oh, a woman. <laughs> Actually, I think she was the only one promoting herself as a woman. Oh, can you think of anything more unique than a woman president? That's real change. That's real against the uh, system or the establishment. When she's, like, no more established. There's nobody more establishment than Hillary Clinton, I think. Right? Can you think of anybody? I mean, other than the people who are in the government still, like Nancy Pelosi and all of them. But now with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, oh boy, I hope, I would like to see Pence get him right. But um, President Trump is just being a man and the, like he's setting an example, don't panic with regard to the COVID thing. Even when he caught the COVID, Get over it quickly. Still come back as soon as you can. Be careful. Be safe. But don't be afraid. Don't let it dominate your life. And he did that. I heard that suburban woman, women, he got like 44% of the white female vote, President Trump did, I heard, last, in 2016. And I heard that that has fallen way off. I heard. I don't know if it's true, but that's what some guy at Politico says. It was retweeted by Cernovich. I follow Cernovich. He's like an activist, journalist, center-left type of a guy. You know. You're familiar, most of you. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in The Fallen State. Kind of a standard-thinking guy, but I kind of like how he's generally emotionally removed from stuff, and so he likes to just put out what he thinks is important. And he retweeted this story that talks about, well, this article, right? This guy who's put out this article on Politico. It's a far-left outlet. I don't know much about this journalist who said it. But they said that suburban women, or women in general, are fleeing from President Trump. I don't know if I believe it, but President Trump is not into the fear-mongering, the control-freakish stuff, the... The people want to be safe. Line that Biden said in the debate. I should get that clip for you sometime, maybe tomorrow, to show it to you. 
Trump said the people want to go back to work, which is such a manly thing, right? The people want to be back in business. The people want to live again. It's really oppression that they're being forced to stay closed. I guess it's our fault for electing these people who close us down. Well, I mean, I didn't elect them, I don't think. I did vote for rhinos until Trump. <laughs> kind of unknowingly, sort of knowingly. Because we thought that that's all there was to choose from. I'm talking about W. Bush, uh, McCain, Romney. At least McCain and Romney didn't win. <laughs> but uh, President Trump is setting that example. And then it's such a female thing to be concerned with security, safety, rather than freedom and what's right and what's logical. And with confidence, which is a, like a more manly interest, <laughs> you know? Twitter, of course, is female-minded. Might be run by a mixture of males and females. By the way, the presidential, the vice presidential debate... I said it in Hake News today, um, kind of hosted by USA Today, sort of. The USA Today female is a moderator, 69-year-old woman who didn't change her last name way back when she got married in 1982, 10 years into her career as a so-called journalist. This uh, Susan Page woman. Well, USA Today is going to have live... Fact checkers. I don't know. I don't think that they're going to be commenting live on the debate, but maybe they'll send her messages or something. I don't know. But may, but you can watch their fact checkers and their team of fact checkers. I think I gave even some screenshots. USA Today, Today debate fact checkers. It is a bunch of mostly women. I counted 20 females. This team is way too big. And only 18 males. And... I don't know if any of the males are men. Can you imagine a man working for USA Today, which is a far-left outlet? That's not... Some, <laughs> one of Jay-Z's black callers referred to USA Today as a right-wing outlet, which is not even true. Not even close to being true. But um, Twitter has removed this, cra this funny video, meme video of Trump hurling COVID. Republicans... The rhinos in the government, including Jim Jordan, I hear, is silent on this antitrust thing where these huge companies are monopolies on the online public forums, basically. They control most of the, the uh, online conversation. I'm talking about Twitter, Facebook, Google, slash YouTube, slash Alphabet. There are female writers... This woman named Miranda Devine says Biden's timid behavior is unpresidential. Very nice. This woman writes for New York Post, which is sort of a mixed bag, but it has some writers who sometimes they're decent. Dr. John R. Lott Jr. has written for the New York Post before. He debunked the phony Ferguson report by Obama's wingman attorney general, uh, that Holder guy, Eric Holder, who wants to brainwash the masses against guns. And Biden has been, you know, they, the, the old line that they've been saying, Biden has been hiding in the basement. Meanwhile, so this Miranda Devine lady, apparent, or Devine, I don't know how you pronounce her name, 
Apparently she likes men. She doesn't hate men. At least not that much. <laughs> and another woman who's been good against Black Lives Matter, she's been good on the war on cops, and she's been pretty good against this Me Too movement. She's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, she's been on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News. Heather MacDonald, she writes for City Journal. Pretty good researcher. I don't know if she's a little bit liberal herself, but Heather MacDonald says, I got these from Revolver, by the way, these headlines. Revolver News. <laughs> um, that uh, President Trump models positive masculinity. Positive masculinity. Pa- positive masculinity. Rational and unbowed. That means you can't make him bow, I think. <laughs> Against fear. And I'm liking that people are noticing this. These are people who are acceptable, you know, acceptable commentators. They appear on Fox News and stuff like that. So I'm liking that people are noticing that. Because it is a bunch of female-minded liberals pretending to... They, they care for the, you know, the offenders, the Black Lives Matter people. The uh, Antifa people, the mainstream media, they pretend mainstream media people are victims. Oh, the free press is under attack. We're the free press. We're under attack by the mainstream press. You, everybody who's on social media is the free press. And they want to silence and control you. It's crazy. So it's never been more obvious to me of male versus female. And hopefully Trump cannot be a, a weak male, and hopefully Pence cannot be a weak male. Well, Trump is pretty solid. That's nice to see. More solid than many of us would be, even those of us who may have what we call better opinions than President Trump, for example, on the letting people out of prison. <laughs> but his spirit is right. It's, man... So let me get to Connor in Atlanta, Georgia. Connor, how are you doing, man? I'm amazing. How are you, James? I'm doing fine. Nice to hear from you, man. Yes, sir. Ditto. Um, uh, so I wanted to comment on, um, uh, I guess I'll be asking your opinion, too. But uh, did, did you notice how when Trump got, uh, uh, he got COVID um, and he tested positive, I kind of... It kind of felt like, because the way the media was talking about it, it's like they didn't really care that he got COVID. I think they actually, I think they wanted him to die. You know, there's a mix, there was a mixed bag. There were people, evil people like that, and then there were evil, phony people pretending to wish him well. I saw it on, there was this New York Slimes writer, longtime guy named Clarence Page. I think he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson many years ago. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I would have to like go through our archives to maybe find it, but uh-huh. I think he pretended he went on Fox News on Sunday and pretended to be like, "Oh, you know, I'm concerned about President Trump's health, but look at how he's been with regard to these masks. He's been <laughs> so cavalier and just this female-minded liberal black male, overgrown too. He's like old, or he looks old, anyways. But yeah, these people are." Malicious and even the ones who fake like they care about about other people They're just faking 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, they, they, um, well, I saw like, cause my, I have some friends that are very, uh, liberal minded and they, and they think it's, you know, they, you know, they, because we, we'll have, we have a group chat uh-huh. on like, um, uh, Facebook messenger and, uh, <laughs> they'll often, um, post memes of Trump in the, uh, in the, uh, um, the chat and they'll like call him like Trump and like, let's say he has dementia and all that stuff. And they, they, they think he's worse than Biden. Like that's how, that's how, uh, um, uh, what's the word? Um, brainwashed people are. They think that they really actually think that Trump is more mentally unstable than Biden. Is. I, I, uh, I wonder if they really think that or if they're trying to convince themselves. I, I you know, I think I, that the, I think part of it though, what do you think? I think that, um, I think that they really, okay, well, well, liberals tend to act like they're smart, but I don't, but they're, <laughs> they're very, uh, they're, they're like, I think I remember one time we talked, you said how it's the intellectualism that makes you think that you're some, you know, that makes you think that you're intelligent. Not yeah. that you think you're some genius like you're Einstein, but it makes you think that you're, that you can deep, that you can uh, think deeply and all that mess. But, right. um, I think, I think that the liberals who claim to, to say, um, uh, uh, Trump is, more, more um, mentally unstable, or as a nutcase, or as a lunatic, or something like that. The people who claim that, I think that they just they say that because they genuinely think that, but also they want to, they will say anything to make Trump, to just to express their hatred of Trump. Yeah, it's like that that Asian lady who was on Jesse's show, who apparently did a um, a uh, uh, like observed him mentally and, and said how right she he was he was mentally unfit to be yeah, president there, even yeah there's a whole team of didn't. so-called mental health professionals who came out with this report observing from afar right observing him on tv <laughs> pretending that he's yeah. and they're mental they're the mentally ill ones yeah you yeah. know the intellectualism thing maybe it'll help you guys those of you who don't get my criticism of intellectuals and jesse's criticisms of intellectuals it's consider it to be like the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. And the foolishness of God is like stronger. And the, the wisdom of God seems like utter foolishness and baffling to, to men. And by men, I mean like female-minded uh, males. Like who don't, mm-hmm. who aren't really, who don't actually believe in God. And that's why they can't see the wisdom of what he's saying. That's why people... Um, there are many people who think that they can laugh at Jesse Lee Peterson when he's telling true and deep things and simple truth. Same Uh thing with Trump. They're baffled by his manly, godly reactions to things and his way of trying to be a, of being a leader, not just trying to be a leader. So I think that that's, maybe that'll help explain this, this intellectualism. Intellectualism is... Man's false imitation of, of real wisdom. It's just like uh, empathy is a liberal word. Liberals use the word empathy to be a false imitation of love. Empathy is feeling others' emotional pain, right? But, right, right. Or pretending that you can, right? It's imagination. And love is not into emotions. It's just about what's right. It's <laughs> about wishing someone's well. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, I remember what Jesse said. Um, 
it's about wishing people well. It's about having no hatred in your heart, loving, uh, just caring, caring. You, I mean, because I think I do think that love is still caring for people. You know, you you want the best for people. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel. I don't. I certainly, you know, especially like my friends who you know say all this nonsense and garbage about the president. Um, yeah, you know, I still hope that maybe they can wake up. Uh, I'm not counting on it. <laughs> you know, man, um, it's kind of like these people believe in they have that's why they have to believe in racism and sexism and homophobia and Islamophobia and anti-semitism Yeah, yeah, and sex all that stuff They have to do believe in that stuff because they can't just break it down to hatred because they hate yeah. the people They openly hate the people who they think are racist or sexist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then if they're and if they just break it down to just simple hatred, they're guilty of what they're accusing us of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, a, and a great point to, to add to that, a great point to add to that is that my, my, one, of my, one, of, one of my liberal friends often talks about how he hates nobody and that he has no anger. But the, the, the simple idea, because this is how really unintelligent a lot of liberals are, the, the, the idea of thinking about someone so much or, or talking about someone so much in a negative way, that means that you hate them. Uh, and because that's exactly what uh, my friends do, that's exactly what the liberals do. They talk about Trump or a certain individual so much in a negative light, it, it literally means that you hate them. It literally means that something about them, you know, pisses you off or makes you angry or, you know, so you have a dislike for them. Yeah. You don't care about them. You want to see them you, in one way or another, you want to see them not succeed. So I, I think, because uh, it really, I mean, trust me, it was, I remember, I know Jesse has mentioned it before, how when you're in the fallen state, you, you when you come out of it, you don't realize that, like, you don't even realize, like, wow, I was in the fallen state, like, that's crazy. Because, you know, you don't think twice about it, because it feels normal. Yeah. And then when you, wait, when, you, when you actually wake up, you start to see, like, wow, I was wrong, I, I did hate people, I, I was angry deep down, I, you know. And all, that, and all the other stuff, liberals can't do that because liberals are so brainwashed and so, for, for, for you're, you're going to know what I mean, like mind f like, you know, the bad word. <laughs> they're, so, they're, so, they're so mind f by, you know, Trump and, and Republicans, conservative males, and they don't know what good is. They think good is like, you know, LGBT, yeah. STD. Right, all they that have other a false stuff. version of morality. It's just upside down. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate exactly. it, Connor. It's good to hear yeah, from no you, man. Problem, sir. All right. Yes, sir. I'll call again. All right. Let me know what you think of the debate. <laughs> oh, between Pence between versus and yeah, Pence? Pence versus Kamala Harris. Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> right. However you pronounce her name, you know they they called Tucker Carlson racist for pronouncing her name wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait tonight. I'll definitely call back about that. All right, Connor. Take care, man. You too, buddy. All Bye. right. I'm going to get to Daniel and the rest of the callers after a quick break. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> I shouldn't sing that. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys, and then I'll talk about Katie Hill and the rest of this madness going on. Um, we got to check ourselves, the uh, conservatives, so that we can overcome that madness. All right. I'll be right back for hour. I mean, we're well into hour two, but I'll be right back in a couple of minutes here, guys. They hang tight.
we're back, guys. Appreciate you hanging in there. Periscope J Smollett <laughs> says, Hake, will you be watching any of the InfoWars 40-hour marathon? If they have Jesse Lee Peterson on, I will. <laughs> Hadn't heard about it. But thank you uh, for the uh, question. Hydro PX gave a couple of diamonds. Thank you for the constant support, man. And he says, we got the same shirt on, Hake. I got the blue one. And for those listening on audio podcast, I am wearing, your daddy didn't leave you, he left your mama, jessieleepeterson.com. And it has a little picture of Jesse's face. And on the back it says, don't be mad. I think you can see it. Nice, huh? Don't be mad. That's designed by Lock Your Door. Right on, Lock Your Door. Appreciate you, man. Uh... By the way, let me just double check this. Um, super chats on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Thank you to Hot Computer Smell for the faithful support. She says, I, I can't wait for the WNBA to be infested with men pretending to be women. <laughs> yeah, the WNBA, the Women's National Basketball Association, I think, something like that. And... They've been promoting transgenders in sports. They being the mainstream media. Transgenders everywhere. People that, who are pretending to be other than what they are. <laughs> and speaking of that, I have a story of someone who is being promoted just for that. And also for hunting Nazis. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that, but first let me call, let me talk to Daniel, a first-time caller in Austin, Texas. Daniel, how are you doing? Daniel, are you there? Daniel wanted to know, do you think there will be violence sure. after I'm the election? Daniel, thanks for coming off a of mute. I'm presuming that's what you were. <laughs> that, that, that was what, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. I just didn't want background noise to get in. Um, yeah, to sum up, um, really a question. Um, I think after the election, regardless of how it plays out, things are going to be bad, especially in urban areas. I'm out here in the People's Republic of Austin. Um, how do you think people should move forward regardless of how the election turns out? And a um, little quick two-parter, um, really want to thank you and Jesse for bringing a lot of positivity. I found you guys through Asmodor. Nice. That milieu. So just y'all bring a lot of positivity and really want to thank you. I'm going to go ahead and drop and um, I'll listen to you on stream. Okay. Appreciate that, Daniel. Nice question, too. Um, I think that we should follow the excellent advice of Jesse Lee Peterson, who's telling you always know yourself, pray without ceasing. Um, Speak up, but don't resent. He he says, if you notice, I don't know how I didn't catch it like earlier, but if you notice, he says like the same principles all the time. He said, uh, forgive, speak up, but don't resent. Um, stay with the prayer. Know thyself. All those things. If you keep on doing that and really doing it, I think that that will... Um, then the whole rest of it will work out. You'll know whether to move or not, 
whether to run for local office or not, whether to change your career or not, how to start a business, what to do, whether to, when to speak, how to speak, and all that stuff. And we'll um, fight rightly and effectively. There was, you know, there, winning in the physical world is great, but if you're doing what you're supposed to do, and you are what you're supposed to be, that is the most important thing, I think. Think about, like, in the Bible. This is what I heard. Jeremiah in the Bible was a prophet who warned and warned and warned and warned and warned and warned and warned Israel to repent. They never, ever, 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 ever listened. <laughs> but I think that he did what he was supposed to do. And so, like, the, the results will take care of themselves or won't. <laughs> so don't worry about it, I say. Wor uh, worry about yourself without being a worry wart, right? I think that's the best thing. And I do think that there will be, uh, I mean, <laughs> there's already violence pretty much every day before the election. Of course, there's going to be violence after the election. The violence will always be with us. This whole peace on earth, I want world peace stuff. Nope. Not realistic. Just like the poor will always be with us, the evil people, until, like, until something else changes, will always be with us. That's why they don't stop. We have to keep fighting for what's right. Tirelessly. Never tire in doing what's right. Right? That's cool. And always wash your hands, says Skip. I don't know if that's reference to the advice. <laughs> uh, appreciate the support, guys. So, I had just been mentioning transgenders in the WNBA. <laughs> what Hot Computer Smell is expecting. So I got, I came across this. It was promoted by this thing that I used to have when I was producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show where I would save articles. It was this app called Pocket. It's like run by a bunch of liberals, no doubt, right? And in this recommended Pocket story is <laughs> this thing, and it's this uh, article from The Guardian. And I have a, a, couple, a few screenshots about, uh, from The Guardian, which is a far-left foreign outlet, has no business meddling in America, foreign <laughs> intervention. Written by this man named Sam, Sam Levin, or Levin, in Los Angeles. I don't know if he's an American or not, but the topic is called Trans Freedom Fighters Activism. And it's an interview. And the headline reads, the, the data scientist exposing U.S. white supremacists says, this is how you fight Nazis. And so I see this person that looks like an old lady. Maybe white or Asian or, or Jewish or whatever. You know, something along those lines. Maybe part Hispanic, who knows. And the 
article subtitle says, after surviving far-right violence in Charlottesville, Virginia, which there was only pretty much whites fighting back against Antifa and Black Lives Matter, so except for that one guy who drove into the crowd. And then maybe some guy who beat up a, a couple of guys who allegedly beat up a person in a car garage, parking garage, a black dude. Emily Gorsensky, which is not his real name because I think that he is a transgender, a male, wannabe female. But this man, he calls himself Emily Gorsensky, has tracked the Proud Boys. What? And other ex- so-called extremist groups. Proud Boys are not extremists. They're extremely centrist. They're in the extreme center. Honestly. The extreme center. And they have this whole series called Trans Freedom Fighters. This is The Guardian, right? And they call them the far-right Proud Boys group. This is, what, this is Sam T. Levin on Twitter. L-E-V-I-N. If you happen to want to go find them, don't, don't be uh, impolite, right? <laughs> uh, since 2018, the 38-year-old data scientist has been exposing members of the far-right and cataloging white supremacist violence across the U.S. through so-called her site, his site, First Vigil. First Vigil. The project grew out of the attack on him... Charlottesville, Virginia community, his Charlottesville, Virginia community, the year prior, the deadly Unite the Right rally. It was a peaceful rally, disrupted, partly the fault of the mayor, I would assume, who I believe, I believe, I don't know, told the police to stand down. They certainly didn't stand in the way and separate the so-called neo-Nazis from the uh, people attacking them. Bearing torches and swastikas, well, I saw one swastika, shouting racist and transphobic vitriol at so-called her, him. One of the attackers was revealed to be an active U.S. Marine, active service, U.S. Marine. Allegedly. Using court files and other public records, this Antifa, this is an Antifa member, So-called researcher has cataloged hundreds of criminal cases connecting the dots of dangerous neo-Nazi networks, revealing links that journalists and authorities have missed. It can be difficult to keep up. Far-right violence has escalated dramatically under Trump. No, far-left violence has escalated dramatically, and the the right-wingers are fighting back. Some of them are lashing out a little bit too hard. I wouldn't doubt, right? I wouldn't doubt, because not everybody's perfect. And they're blaming Trump for ignoring his own government's domestic terrorism warnings on white supremacist violence that I told you about earlier last hour. For his safety, Gorsensky has relocated to Berlin, Germany, where he has some distance from the United States' white supremacist threats and the groups that he investigates. He needs to be looking at himself. Trans and non-binary leaders are on the front lines of the 2020 organizing and activism in the U.S., The Guardian shines a light on their work. And they have some other headlines. Our love is radical. This is The Guardian, right? Why trans activists lead the way in protest movements. We are resilient. The activists sheltering trans people in Trump's America. 
So silly. And so there's this whole uh, interview that there is taking place. This person is living a lie. And you can, you can see, wow, yikes. I hate to do this to you, but look at that picture if you're watching the video. An American data scientist. Think about this. We've heard about science and statistics and COVID numbers. Is this one of the da- data scientists counting? <laughs> Is this the type of so-called data scientists counting this stuff? I don't know. Are these... Is this type of the per- is this the type of person who's working in the DHS? I don't know, <laughs> the FBI. It's crazy. This is an Antifa supporter, Antifa person. Somebody, uh, this guy, this Levin guy, not a Christian. I don't. I wouldn't. I would dare say not a Christian. Not a real one, anyway. Uh, ton of misinformation about Antifa and left-wing protest movements. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's no misinformation about Proud Boys, right? How would you explain to folks what it means to be anti-fascist right now? And so this person, this male pretending to be a female, says, There's a diversity of strategies that we can have on how to build a world that is resilient to fascism. Meaning against fascism, right? And they talk about protests, community involvement... And this one is uh, doing this research stuff. And this person is on Twitter. Been sued a couple of times, beaten the lawsuits because, you know, it's a bunch of liberals. They have a picture of Heather Hires. Isn't it Heather Hire, the, the woman who, the white female? I don't know what she was into. I don't know if she was just a bleeding heart liberal do-gooder. Or if she was a member of Antifa or Black Lives Matter, which is pure evil. Some of you guys may know more than me about Heather Heyer, but Heather Heyer was the woman who supposedly got hit by the car, or she had a heart attack after the car struck the crowd or something. She died in that car crash with James Fields driving into the crowd after Antifa was hitting him his car. Maybe he was driving a little too fast and they hit his car. I don't know. Or they recognize him. I don't know. But it was a ridiculous situation. It was one-sided how the media covered it. It was complete lies. And this, and now they, you have uh, The Guardian. I have this, the bottom of this article. The Guardian writes, In our Trans Freedom Fighters Project, The Guardian, this is a British outlet, is spotlighting the work of our trans and non-binary movement leaders on the front lines of 2020 organizing and activism. Read more stories here. America faces an epic choice. In the coming months, the result, and the results will define the country for a generation. These are perilous times. Over the last four years, much of what the Guardian holds dear has been threatened. Democracy, civility, truth. <laughs> The only thing that they like on there is democracy and when the right acts extra civil and lets them get away with lying. Democracy they like because they can push communism through it, right? Freedom fighters, nothing free about promoting uh, LGBTQIA madness. So they say this, the country is at a crossroads. Am I wrong that this, the Guardian is a foreign outlet? 
the Supreme Court hangs in the balance and with it the future of abortion and voting rights, health care, climate policy, and much more. Science is in a battle with conjecture and instinct to determine policy in the middle of a pandemic. Or should I say plandemic? <laughs> Chinese, I, I call it the commie virus and I'll tell you why later. Well, I've told you before. At the same time, the U.S. is in a reckoning with centuries of racial injustice. Just all lies. This is The Guardian. This is supposed to be a journalist outlet. It tells you about our history books, am I right? The White House stokes division along racial lines. Yeah, okay. It's not you. At a time like this, independent news organizations that fights for truth and holds power to account is not just optional. It's just, it's essential. Like many news organizations, The Guardian has been significantly impacted by the pandemic. We rely on our readers, both for the moral force, moral, it's funny to hear them bringing up morals, to continue doing journalism at a time like this, and for the financial straight. And basically they're asking for your donations. Support Guardian. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I told you they're an activist outlet, out there explicitly anti-Trump, explicitly pro-everything bad for you. The Black Lives Matter is evil, the uh, LGBTQ stuff is evil, and uh, the climate change hysteria is about globalist socialism, redistribution of America's wealth, shutting down American businesses, and just power grab. Just like with this pandemic thing, a power grab, exploiting... What the heck? That was Siri. Exploiting fake fears. Overblown fears. That's why it's nice to have a man, President Trump, handling stuff. So, speaking of LGBTQIA madness, plus, 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 female-minded stuff, Katie Hill, the old girl. <laughs> I think she's, like, my age or a little bit younger, a millennial. I don't know if she's... Well, she was among... The trailblazing bisexual females. Bisexual means that even though she's married to a man, she likes girls. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Hollywood is, of course, making a movie about this female. Katie Hill. Katie Hill was elected in what, I guess 2018? And she left office in 2019? In the, U the United States Congress. And she, there were pictures that leaked out that she had, you know, she had, or her husband or ex-husband, whatever you want to call it, I don't know. And the, their female, what do you call it, a threesome type partner, weird person? Somebody leaked out pictures online. They took pictures. Jason Lee Peterson advises against that. <laughs> They took pictures, ill-advised, doing their, going on these weird vacations with three of them and doing weird things, inappropriate things. And her husband or she, they were trying to divorce each other or something. One alleging that the other cheated. Maybe both were cheating. And then she was getting with a male staffer, allegedly. It's just a mess. A millennial mess. 
And I've noticed that the millennials, the younger people, who get into these offices, not all of them are very disciplined. They're very sloppy. You notice how, like, the, you know, the people who are promoting degeneracy were older? Some, not all, some are at least outwardly more disciplined. They don't get caught doing their freakish weird things. These people are just sloppy. And she got with, the, like, a campaign person. Person on her campaign. And then a ca- person maybe in her staff as a ex, well, as a congresswoman. A female congressman. So, deadline reports. Elizabeth Moss, which I guess is a, a actress. Any relation to Kate Moss, the model? I don't know. Set to star as Katie Hill in the Bloom, t- Bloom House, which is a far left, uh, whatever, studio, I guess. Bloom House television adaptation of the ex-congresswoman's memoir. Because she wrote a book. Talk about shameless females, huh? So, Elizabeth Moss is going to play former female congressman Katie Hill in an adaptation of her memoir for Bloomhouse Television, The Handmaid's Tale star. This, this blonde woman plays in this far-left feminist pro-abortion propaganda TV series called The Handmaid's Tale, which is always referenced by these people who think they're so original thinking that they accuse conservatives of wanting to bring about a Handmaid's Tale situation. Handmaid's Tale is this propaganda movie, like sci-fi, not a movie, but a TV series, where these women are dressed in, in red like they're, like they're forced to become like nuns, only instead of being nuns, they're forced to basically like raped or something and forced to have children, right? Pro-abortion uh, propaganda, because it's slavery to force a woman to have a ch- child. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. But they push that stuff. They try to compare what uh, that Amy, Amy Barrett woman, what she's into as a Catholic, as a Handmaid's Tale type of cult religion. Just basic standard Catholic Christianity. Sick people. They're the sickos. They're the ones who want to oppress the Christians and force everybody to pretend that the LGBTQIA stuff is real. And this one is a B. The bisexual, not the B word. (laughs) I don't use that. (laughs) I was raised differently. Not that it's better. Code Black creator Michael Seitzman, if you guys know anything about that, I don't know, but this is another male who's involved in this, writing the screenplay. (laughs) Right. Stay classy. In the, you know, in the right context. So, that's happening, but that's not the twist. Like, this is par for the course. The most degenerate person gets a movie. Harvey Milk, the, the disgusting guy who was a California politician slash radical homosexual activist, had this whole movie made for him. Wasn't, who's that guy who's really radical? He's old. He's like a classic actor. Sean Penn, I think he played. Did he play Harvey Milk? <laughs> what a disgrace. How embarrassing. 
uh, and then, you know, there's these dumb, there's this actor who died, like he overdosed or something, he played Joker, but before that he had played a homosexual in this homosexual movie, Brokeback Mountain. It's r- ridiculous. It's disgusting. It's par for the course. Yeah, Heath, Heath Ledger. Just these people are just misguided. They think that they're showing, they're fighting hate, right? They're changing the culture to be accepting this stuff as though that's going to really help anybody. It's a disservice. It's hate. It's female-minded. So, but anyway, there are two Twitter accounts associated with this Katie Hill woman. There's at Katie Hill, California or something like that. And then there is Rep Katie Hill. And Rep Katie Hill, the real Katie Hill, has no more access to it, right? Because she resigned from her office. I'm assuming, right? But she's a blue check mark. Well, this account is a blue check mark account on Twitter still. To this day. <laughs> well, Rep Katie Hill tweeted this whole thread last night. A thread is a day. bunch. To this day. This uh, Twitter account posted a whole bunch of tweets. Rep Katie Hill tweeted, Katie Hill's former staff here, disappointed in so many folks, including Elizabeth Moss, Bloomhouse, and Michael Seitzman, regarding today's announcement. Talk about dumb millennials or Zoomer females. Not the, not the good kind, not the conservative kind, but the evil blind brainwashed kind that care more about, uh, what is this, um, uh, pop culture movies than about reality, right? <laughs> and this goes on, the announcement is about a movie, right? A movie being made, lionizing Katie Hill as a, as a heroine, right? A heroine is a female hero, not to be confused with the drug. This is an incredibly sensitive situation. We appreciate the instinct to defend our former boss, an LGBTQ plus woman who faced abuse from her husband. No evidence of that, by the way. No evidence that her husband, who was foolish enough to... I don't know if he knew she was bisexual going in, but he knew she was liberal, no doubt. But he's a sucker. You know, so many males are suckers today. But no evidence that he abused her. She just said it and... They are repeating it. That's evil. Representative Katie Hill's former staffer goes on and says, What happened to Katie Hill shouldn't happen to anyone. What, that she got outed as sleeping around, being a degenerate, and then had to resign over it? But this moment requires more nuance, as Katie Hill's story, our story, is one of workplace abuse and harassment. (laughs) So she's saying Katie Hill can be both a victim and a perpetrator and staff can experience severe consequences for speaking out against their powerful boss. And so they're underhandedly accusing Katie Hill (laughs) of abusing the staff, right? Talk about evil turning, evil people turning on each other, on each other. Hell, huh? Females in power, both in the staff and in this uh, elected office at one point. Representative Katie Hill's staff goes on, No one should have to put themselves in harm's way for the public to understand a simple truth. Katie Hill is not a hero for women. We deserve heroes who embody our values even in the most difficult moments. Katie Hill was never investigated by the House Ethics Committee, nor has she been held accountable by anyone other than herself. 
whatever that means. We encourage everyone to reflect deeply before taking her word at face value. Which they just did by accusing their hu- her husband of abuse, right? Katie took advantage of her subordinates. She caused immense harm to the people who worked for her, many of whom were young women just beginning their careers in politics. Workplace and ab- abuse and harassment can take many different forms. <laughs> this is so phony. But one thing is um, certain, it is never okay, even if your boss is a woman and or survivor. Survivor is what they use for victim, because they are wannabe victims. <laughs> Believe us when we say, it's not only about who starts it, it's also about who ends it, whatever that means. And while Katie is certainly the survivor of abuse, we are, which that's not certain, we are confident that she sufficiently acted to end her own patterns. We are not confident that she sufficiently acted to end her own patterns of inappropriate and abusive behavior. Enough is enough. In order to advance the hashtag MeToo movement, which Twitter supports because they put these special hashtag emoji things at the end of it with female hands going up, female hands of color specifically, with a pink background, we must be willing to acknowledge the problematic behaviors among those in our own communities. Only then will we see true progress. Hashtag times up, hashtag me too. And the times up movement was started by this black female who's mad about discrimination against women of color in the workplace or something like that, right? That's Katie Hill being, um, and Katie Hill's former staffer just eating each other. She shamelessly wrote a book. They're shamelessly making a movie about this shameless woman. And then her <laughs> shameful staffer, former staffer, is hiding behind her Twitter account. <laughs> her old Twitter account, official Twitter account, posting in this me- mess. Talk about mess. Nobody cares. It's just evil fighting each other, right? But that's what happens when you promote the petty... Very petty and brainwashed. And somebody said, well, Chris, white Chris, said this was written by a literal literal robot. And that's true. If you listen to this, this is like college talk. You know, like college educated, want to be educated. It's like indoctrinated, just repeating these dumb plug and play, whatever lines against, against males, against logic. Just a... The language is so phony. And the principles, the morals are not real. It's fake morals. That's what I mean by this uh, male versus female. The phony morals that Joe Biden stands for. Joe Biden, his whole thing was based on a lie. The false smear against the alt-right in uh, Charlottesville. And yeah, some of the alt-right, they have hatred too. And look at the... Look at the left. They're full of hate. They're only reacting to the hatred against them, these whites are. And they're young, too. Like, they were raised in this hate white person culture. And most of these guys, a lot of these guys, are former Democrats. So they went from a hateful Democrat ideology to a hateful, a little bit more based in reality ideology, trying to break... Free from, because they, all, only time that we hear about hate in the mainstream media 
is the false smears. They don't believe in actual, they don't believe in combating actual hate because they themselves are full of hate, Trid. So fake. Let me get to Richard in South Carolina. Richard, thank you for calling. What's up? How are you doing? What's up, hey? Hey. How are you doing? Doing well. All is well. Hey, I called in last week, man, and I said something about Earl. And ever since I said it, Earl's daddy has been uh, in my head <laughs> telling me I need I need to uh, uh, apologize for calling him retarded. So, uh, so uh, I'm uh, I'm apologizing for calling Earl retarded. But I want to rephrase I want to rephrase what I said in a different way. Okay, I don't even remember you calling him retarded. I mean, I vaguely yeah. remember people, uh, <laughs> but Earl is something I, I else. Said, I, I said he was like um, 70% retarded, remember? I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that even less. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway what, what was your rephrasing? I, I'm gonna, I, wanna, I just want to tell Earl to stop using the crutch. What crutch is they, that? They, um, they tend to use their race and, and as a crutch. You know, when things don't go right, when when they when they don't succeed, when they fall down, they say, "Well, it's because of my color, of my skin. It's because of my race." They use it as a crutch. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, I was uh in a car wreck when I was 18 years old and broke my neck and got paralyzed. Yeah. Wow. And there was a guy. There was a guy in the hospital that had been in the back in the hospital he had been that way for years and he was back in the hospital about the same time i was in and this was back in the 80s uh-huh and uh and you know i was like what am i gonna do you know and he said well you know if i can't do this or if i can't do that he said well you can always use the crutch and i said what do you mean crutch he said you know the crutch he said you just don't do it. You just get somebody else to do it. You act like you can't. You like you don't try. Uh huh. And I right, that right then I told myself I will never use the crutch. Good for you. I ain't gonna be that way. Yeah. Do, I, I'm gonna do. If I can't figure out how to do it, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way. Yeah. And I, that's the way I've always. I wouldn't even park in a handicapped parking spot for for like um. 15 20 years wow that's and, cool yeah and, and and when i started using them i said well i'm just going to start using them because people use them and they don't need them and uh-huh. i need it right and i didn't have a, i had a uh little sign on my car that they hang from the window yep i eventually had to get a tag but the, the sign went out of date you know that they gave they the law gave me a ticket not <laughs> once but twice Wow. And I'm sitting in my wheelchair coming to my car, and they wrote me a ticket. I'm what? like, you going to give me a ticket? I'm going to look at me, man. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you had your, t- your your tags expired. I said, look at all these people around, uh, running in, in in and out of stores using right. handicapped spots and don't need them, and you're going to give me a ticket. And he gave me a ticket. Sure yeah. Did. That is that but, blind but, uh, <laughs> rules yeah. following rather than logic and common sense following mm-hmm. uh, government for you. Wow. That's right. But Earl, 
Stop using the crutch, man. Yeah. That's true, man. That's a very good point. Jesse Lee Peterson, in his book, The Antidote, talked about this where um, he talks about, you know, like, I don't know, he, he's comparing a couple of, um, and contrasting the lives of two misguided young men, one white, one black, and, for example, I don't know, Michael Brown and Dylan Roof or something like that, right? In his mm-hmm. book, The Antidote, he talks about comparing these two people. I don't know if it was these specifically. But one of them had an excuse. Racism. Perpetual yep. excuse. And that is the blacks today. You have to... And that excuse is really debilitating. They're so blind and blindly accepting it as reality. And they'll go to it quicker than anybody. It'll make your head swim. <laughs> It'll make your head swim. <laughs> it's so in, insane, the things that they'll in, call racist. Yeah, when I'm in, in, you know, I told you I was a sub to teacher. When I'm in class with them, yeah. I get those, I get that, and I get, um, I didn't take my medicine and stuff <laughs> like that. And I said, look, man, I don't feel sorry for you. Right. That's no excuse. I said, I had ADHD. I was terrible. Yeah, and but they didn't have a name for it when I when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I said, in my mind, I got notes sent home. My Richard won't stay in his chair. Richard won't stop talking, and my daddy whipped me. <laughs> I said, I got the ADHD beat out of me. The school spanked me, and I didn't go home. Say, mom and dad, school whipped me, and my mom and daddy went to school. Right. If I went, I didn't. I didn't tell my mom and daddy I got a whooping because I knew I was gonna get another one. What decade was this? This was, I, I was started school in, let's see, I graduated in 1987, so. Okay. You know. That, that was, was your high school, long. you graduated in 87. High, 87, so okay. I started school in, nice. in the 70s. But man, I don't, I mean, school wasn't even meant to be like this, I don't think. I think that the school had become, had become feminized to uh, force boys not to be learning the normal boyish way. I think. I'm suspecting. The school has not only become, what did you say? Um, Feminized? Feminized. It's become become weaponized. Yeah. The left is using it as a weapon to steal the minds of a generation so they'll have control, like this, this, they can control. Yeah. And and, and they've done a mighty good job. All of those institutions. Yep. Yeah, uh, the the social media establishment, the mainstream media establishment, the uh, government. Wayne and Ron is, suggests that you probably started in 1975. <laughs> yes, sir, yeah. And I bet you uh, a, a $100 to a bucket of urine that... <laughs> Interesting. Um, <laughs> that, uh, I, I didn't use the other word. I used to use the other word, but I, I used the oh, correct okay. word. Okay, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I bet you when I go back to work, so I haven't been going to work because the COVID so-called virus. Shutdowns. Yeah. But they they started going back to school here. I bet you the masks that these kids are wearing, I bet you the black kids are wearing BLM shirts, BLM hats, and BLM masks in school. But I guarantee you, they'll tell you, the teacher, that they have to wear a mask. And I guarantee you, if I show up in there with a Trump 2020 mask on, they'll make me take it off to staff. Well, say you can't wear that, you're gonna cause trouble. Right. Never mind that BLM is just, it's just intimidation. Oh, be fine. It's ruling be, by intimidation. It's ridiculous. Be fine. Kiss up. They'll let that. They'll let that float. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous, man. But it's an evil it world. It is. But we're going to come out on top. Yep. Appreciate you, Richard. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Good good talking to you, Hey, always. All right. You as well. All right. Take care. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about um, Earl, and he's so blind, and there are so many blacks who are blind. There are talking head blacks who repeat this same lie that he brings up. It is a completely irrelevant statistic. <laughs> and it's just so insane that people are allowed to get off saying it. They talk about 80% of white crime is against other whites, or maybe 85 or whatever. When it's like, you know, 90-something, roughly 90% of black crime is against other blacks. Those are irrelevant statistics. Those are not giving you any, shedding you any light on the out-of-controlness of black violent crime. <laughs> and you don't even have to know any statistics to know that that's out of control. You hear about it, you hear about Chicago all the time, and you've heard about Chicago for years. People roll their eyes, almost rightly, because nobody cares. There's people who are in Chicago who are acting like they care, so-called care, but not in the right way, in a liberal way. They do these programs and stuff, and they pretend like they're Christians, but they're not addressing the root issues. These are the same people, these activists, who are pretending to fight the black-on-black crime. Nobody's fighting black-on-white crime, by the way. (laughs) The the activists who are pretending to fight black-on-black crime, these are the same people who bash Jesse Lee Peterson, who's bringing real solutions. Hello? Um, And I call this thing, this so-called virus, these shutdowns, these commie virus. Because worse, a worse enemy than China, who let the virus out, right, is the commies in America. The people, the enemies within, who, the, who are globalists. And they want this free trade and all this stuff bringing in China and bringing in people from all around the country and bringing in all these import, imports rather than making our own stuff and all of that. They're uh, including the, the corporations, which are a bunch of dumb liberals, too. They are uh, enemies within who brought this thing in. And the enemies within, of course, you know, the shutdowns are... No logic to the shutdowns. I'm seeing doctors... And, you know, honest doctors, the few honest doctors, saying these shutdowns aren't doing anything good. They're not preventing the so-called spread. They're just, they're delaying the inevitable. It's here. Let's open up. Be careful. Protect yourself. Be considerate of others. And let's function again. That's why I call it the commie virus, because it's a power grab. Ah... Let me get to Russ in Hampton, Virginia. Russ, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, but you didn't you didn't announce me correctly. I'm Russ from Hampton, Virginia, your favorite caller. Come on now. <laughs> I'm making a movement here. Even when all I right, all right, we'll see. We'll said, see. Suspending well, no, judgment. I'm getting a little said, We're all getting a little tired of Mays and and uh, Earl, huh? <laughs> No, you can never get tired of Maze. Maze is the greatest. 
<laughs> sip, 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 sip. <laughs> Russ trying to fuss. If I could find Maze, I'd date Maze. She's just the greatest. She's married. Ever. She's married, allegedly. Although oh, Hot Computer Smell speculates that she collected a... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, no, I, I, no. If she's married, then I take that back. But she's still the greatest, and I love to hear. Are her you married? Have you ever been time. married, Russ? It's a little personal, then, James. Come on, man. it is. Come you don't have to answer. Head. It is. It's a personal question. You don't have I'm, to answer. I'm single. Let's put it that way. I am single, but I'm an old man, and I'm set in my ways. So I don't want to be. I don't want nobody. Yeah, I understand that, man. You don't understand it because you're not old. You're a young little whippersnapper. <laughs> well, compared to the younger whippersnappers, all full of energy, and then the whippersnapper Jesse Lee Peterson, all full of energy, I'm like old and don't want to be bothered. <laughs> and let me ask you a question. Yeah. Last time I talked to you, I said I was disabled, and that seemed to upset you that I used that term. What is it about that term that that you don't like? You don't dig? I, I, mean, I like. I, because disabled sounds politically correct, it's it's a it's a term that it, it used to be the word used to be handicapped, and I don't like how no, they not. change the words. Handicapped means yeah, that you have a something hold something that held hold held you back, right, or hold you holds you back. And well, I, okay, I, I I like the word handicapped because um, in sports, like we, the greatest players go on a ha- handicap, use a handicap in order to compete with the lesser players so that it's fair, it so it's, it's even, a little bit more even. <laughs> then it's, yeah, a, I mean, then it's but, a challenge for the greater players. So I like the word handicap. It's more positive. Disabled means that you're not able. Like you have uh, something that you're not able to do, which I guess technically, but I just don't like this changing of the language. You know, have you noticed that they changed the language? They changed the language from, uh, to paraphilia, from sexual perversion. From sexual to per- perversion to paraphilia. They changed the language from normal to cisgender. <laughs> so, I don't like yeah, this changing of the bit, language. That's a little bit, uh, on a deeper level, I'm not that yeah. I understand. But if I am physically able to, if I'm physically unable to do something, then... Whatever, yeah, I, I just like the word, yeah. That's, but now you, now you understand where I'm coming from with that uh, policing well, your yeah, language. It, yeah, I, it just, I mean, I just noticed that the last time we talked, and I was like, well, why would you have a problem with being disabled? I mean, But now you, you under, know. Do you understand where I'm coming from now? Yeah, Did, I might understand what you, where you're coming I'm just, from. I'm just kind you know, of I, combating the defeatism and the victimhood mentality. Not that you have that, necessarily, I don't know, but... There, there is part, this. Sometimes there are parts of my body that doesn't move, and it doesn't matter what I do. It like my fingers, they don't move. Yeah. So, you know, that's not like crying and being boohoo and stuff like that. But if I have, there's nothing I can do about it, and if, if my fingers don't move, they don't move. But handicap now, is. I'm not going. But the word handicap is around. I'm not going to sit around and cry about it. Right. I'm going to figure out how that's to good. do what I got to do. Under my condition, there is an so, there is an activism group of handicapped people. They call themselves the disabled community, and they support Democrats. And you know, it's it's really evil. That's what I'm fighting against. They're yeah, a vic- man, they're a victim minded group. There's 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 a wide range of ideas. And, yeah. And and 
and opinions that disagree with you. You can't shut them down, man. I mean, no, but they're trying to shut me down. Why can't I shut them down? I got you. Got to. No, I mean, you no, got to shut them down no, sometime. It, Otherwise, it, it, they're they're going to the, shut the country down. No, no. Yeah, no. I mean, Listen, they're. I don't believe in. I don't believe in the same things that you believe in. I'm not shutting nobody down. I'm living my life the way I want to live it, and I'm allowing you to live your life the way you want to live it. I'm, I'm doing the same thing, but you, I gotta. What you think but you, what you do. Why can't you just let everybody live their own lives? Because they're like, not letting us. I have to agree hold on, with man. You? Let me let me answer. Because they're not letting us live our own lives. They want to oppress Christians. They want to oppress men. I, they want to oppress whites. To they want to destroy America. What, what am I doing to you? Who am I destroying? I'm not doing. Anything, I'm not talking man. about. I'm to make why it are you? Why are you identifying with these victim groups? I didn't say you. I said they. I, I, because because you're the type of person that disagrees with people, and if anybody doesn't agree with you, then they are wrong. They are. <laughs> That's not true. Usually it is, though. No, it's not. You're wrong. Now you're calling me wrong. You're wrong. Why are you calling me wrong? I simply asked you why you feel that way. That's why. That's all I did. I asked you why you feel that way. And why I explained. Like now you're, you're complaining. Right. You're explaining. You're complaining that I come on strong with what I believe. We're opening the treasure well, yeah. chest. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, how do you feel about Trump coming down with the coronavirus? How do you come down with the hoax? I don't understand that. Well... You fell for a hoax because he never called the uh, virus a hoax. Neither you nor neither Trump nor I nor Jesse Lee Peterson ever called the virus a hoax. So in yeah, your face, many people did. Call, many people did call uh, the the coronavirus a hoax. A hoax I'm, and, I'm not. And, I'm not and, many people. I'm one person. News and fake news. I'm not That's many what people. It was fake news. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know too many people. I know like there's one person in my comment section. Yesterday, so you talking about him? Why are you? Why are you? Why don't you go ask that person that? Because I never called it a hoax. I'm I'm visually impaired. I didn't read. I didn't read no comments. Okay, then why are you assuming a s s u m e i n g or u m i n g no e that Trump or I or presumably Jesse? I don't know. Ever considered that it was a hoax? Nobody said that. We said that it's overblown. Which it is. I'm not talking. There about, are a whole lot I'm, of media I'm, hoaxes. I'm, I didn't say. I did not say that you said it specifically. I you said, said you. You said. asked me how could he come down with the hoax, being all sarcastic and because smart. Because it was alecky. said that the coronavirus is big hoax. <laughs> it was said by who? I don't know anybody. I don't personally know anybody. Okay, well then you don't. You don't know. Then everything. why are you asking me? Because it sounds like you made an assumption. With, you're the guy with the radio show. That's why I'm asking you. Well, no, nobody I know ever called it a hoax. So, what now what did happen was the media has been hoaxing endlessly about stuff Trump said about it. He said that the media's coverage, negative coverage of his handling of the virus is a hoax, which it is. And that they're overblown. So you think you know, you and I say that they've correctly? overblown the numbers. And that's a hoax. That's certainly a legitimate statement. But it doesn't mean that he can't catch the virus. Please. I've been reporting about it in Hake News for months. People were saying, oh, James is fear-mongering. You don't think that's... You don't think... So you don't... (laughs) First of all, you don't think it's ironic that he caught it as... um, Especially after the way he handled things, like 
not wearing a mask and asking other people not to wear a mask and stuff like that? No, I don't think it's ironic. He's put himself out there. He took the risk. Yeah, that was real stupid, don't you think? No, it's not stupid at all. He's not, he's not dead, so it's not stupid. He showed well, how... He's the president of the United States. He's going to get coverage beyond and above he can't anybody just, else He get. can't just hide in his basement and be a coward like, like some of the other liberals. You, ex- you, wish, that he, is, you wish that he were a coward? Taking precautions is not being a coward. He taking took precautions. precautions he took smart. precautions. He's been... Evidently, he didn't because he No, it, yes, right? he did. He, he's been tested every How day. How many times did he not wear, he wears a mask now, doesn't he? Wearing a Why mask, wear hold on, before? Russ, you're not even reading the news properly. Wearing a mask doesn't protect you, it protects others. Haven't you been, don't okay. you, I thought you are supposed to be smart. <laughs> I am smart. All right, I appreciate it, Russ. I gotta run. We're, we're at the end of the show. Let's talk again another time. Because I'm your favorite caller, right? First maze, I'm your second favorite caller. First maze, I already I, said I that, Ru- that, I already before. said that Earl is... My uh, second favorite caller. So you can't, you can't be manipulative like this. I'm not trying to be. You're manip- acting like manip- a scorned wannabe. Never mind. <laughs> See, now you're calling me names. Right, well, old, no, I said you're acting me, like a scorned sick. wannabe. And never mind. Go ahead, say it. Say it. <laughs> what female? Say it. I've female. $100 to a. You're acting like a scorned say? wannabe female. Speaking of this, oh, I gotta open the treasure chest. Yeah, why don't you do that? Beg for money. <laughs> no, the treasure chest is redistribution. It, I wouldn't expect you to know that, but it's redistribution yeah, of I'm like, I'm money not distributing nothing. to the people. I'm not distributing nothing. So, no. <laughs> well, thank you, Russ. What, Let's what, talk again. What, what, one more thing. What was the guy's, what the, the, the quote the guy said? I, bu- I will bet you uh, $100 to a, a what? A bucket of what he called urine. A bucket of urine. Okay, yeah. I was trying to remember that. All yeah. right. Take yeah, care of us. And I am disabled, so well, and don't take that as a bad thing. Okay. I'm still breathing, and right I'm on. still keeping it moving. So Yeah, appreciate you, man. All right, James. I don't dislike you no more, man. You're all right. Okay, you as, you as well. Take care. All right, you have a great day, man. You too. Kyle from Denver, Colorado, and the rest of the callers, I'm sorry I can't get to you, but thank you to Independence. Beard the Butcher, what's up, man? Hydro PX. And the whole rest of you guys, including Unimaginative Groiper, Noise Art Kansas, Based AF, America First, Ev Jenny Crosby 2020, Nominor, Fatty Wat, which I feel weird saying that because it sounds like the that WAP song. And so I don't know what it's coming from, but okay. And Beta Legs Ben, thank you guys for the um, lemons, ice cream, diamonds, ninja guineas, and all of the support. Appreciate it. And thank you to Hot Computer Smell and Jib Jab and Clovera and uh, King Offender, all you guys supporting on the Streamlabs. Take care, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. By the way, we hope to have a Bond Sunday service premiere from 2010 at 4 p.m. today. That's the plan. RebuildingTheMan.com slash church. You can enjoy it. And then after that, an hour, an hour or two later, an hour later, I guess, watch the uh, debate. The vice presidential debate. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. Take care, guys.
Thank <laughs> you. 